action. Hello, welcome to episode 72 of Your Average Critics, joined today by Chris and Obi. Um, last week we trialled a new method of, of recording, seeing that we're now slightly distanced apart, uh, and today we're trying another one. So apologies for any lack of sound quality, but uh, hopefully it'll be this method will be a lot better. Um, deal with it. Guys, we've got... Hey? So deal with it. Exactly. <laughs> That's probably the first sound issue, because I couldn't quite hear what you just said. <laughs> but, uh... Glenn, do you have Xbox Live? <laughs> anyway. Oh, sorry, no, Chris, it doesn't matter. Let's no, no, I'm not doing it. I'm just curious. Out of curiosity, do you have Xbox Live? No, do- no, he doesn't. Oh. Do I have what? Oh, fuck it. Don't worry, Glenn. He asked you for an Xbox Live, but I know you don't, because you're too cheap to pay for it. No, I don't. Yeah. I do not pay for yeah. online gaming. <laughs> um, yeah, no shit. Netflix. Hey, I've offered you money for that. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's all coming out now. It's all coming out now, isn't it? <laughs> How long did it take you to offer me some money? What was it, four years you've been using my Netflix, you fucking swine? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christmas Eve. Oh, my way, Chris, do you want some money for that Netflix? <laughs> what, Christmas Eve just got? Yeah. Fucking hell, Glenn. <laughs> Hell. Four years. Jesus Christ. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's four years. Four but it's years. quite a while. Oh, that's hilarious. We used we used to have a mutually beneficial agreement where you you would use one of my Spotify and True. I would use your Netflix, but then uh, I got rid of my Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm paying for Spotify and Netflix, mate. Well, do you know? I'm paying. I'm paying. I'm paying for the good Netflix as well, mate. You're getting 4K quality out of that Netflix. <laughs> Or HD or whatever it is. Anyway, don't matter. Don't matter. Anyway, back on task. There's yeah. quite a bit of uh, film news this week. Um, some trailers, some, you know, sequel news and also the Oscar nominations. So, uh, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the Spider-Man Homecoming? No, it's not Homecoming, is it? It's Far From Home trailer. Mm. Yeah, let's, let's start with trailers. Let's start with trailers because I don't know what trailers you guys have watched, actually. So I haven't watched that. I've one. only seen the Far From Home one, um, which... I think the mere existence of this film, some people see as a spoiler for Avengers Endgame, but then we don't know if this is going to be similar to Ant-Man and the Wasp, where this might take place before it won't. Endgame. It won't, and it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. It's after Endgame, and like, it's not that big a deal, because any person who genuinely thought that Spider-Man was going to die is a fucking like, moron. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, come on, man. And even if he was to die, it would be an alternate universe anyway, so... No. Okay, we, we don't get... Oh, it's either a spoiler and we all knew it, or it's not a spoiler and we get annoyed that it's a new, new universe, so... Yeah. Whatever. But what do we think of the trailer itself, then? Features Nick Fury, features Mysterio, Zendaya, and, you know... So, again... Returning crew. I didn't mind... Um, so the trailer's decent, but I just want to quickly go back to the Endgame thing. So I didn't mind, um, obviously, Tom Holland being in it, because you know Spider-Man's going to live. However, I feel like Nick Fury being in it... That's a spoiler. It's a spoiler. Didn't need that in there. Didn't need that in there. Because he's, he's, he's kind of irrelevant in that advert. Yeah. In the trailer, sorry. Like, he didn't need to be there. Yeah. Because he could conceivably die. Like, mm. Nick Fury could die, and, you know, like, the Avengers wouldn't really miss that much of a beat. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Spider-Man is one of the up-and-coming characters, so you're not going to kill him off. Like, yeah. So, but yeah, Nick Fury not being there, I think was a bit, is or being there is a bit like oh, that's kind of like that's a spoiler. spoiler. And I'll tell you what as well. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the fact that they've carried on because I thought they'd make a joke of like Aunt Macy in the costume. Yeah. 
but it looks like through the trailer that she's on board. Oh, in on it. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's obviously he's also got a bit. Of, it looks like he's got a bit of trauma from the aftermath of the end game event because he's like, maybe I should leave the suit at home. Mm. I've heard rumors that Mysterio <clears throat> isn't originally a bad guy in it as well. From someone's pointed something out in the trailer that he's actually setting up bad events to look like the good guy kind of thing. Mm. But I don't know where yeah, someone got. I, I don't know where yeah. someone got that from. I actually no idea where someone got that from. But yeah. Well, when I initially I'm... watched it, I thought it was Sandman the villain. But then. No, so I think I there's think a, the, but... So I think there's a water villain, and yeah, and there's Sandman, isn't there? Sandman's in it. Isn't it? I don't think it is Sandman because from I think I read a similar thing to you, Chris. That I think because Mysterio can project, you know. Like oh, Im- images. Yeah, images. Yeah, maybe. What did you think of? Uh, yeah. um, like Jake Gyllenhaal's like costume and all that stuff. Uh, a little bit naff, to be honest, but I actually quite liked he it. He himself looks pretty ring. That's fair. I don't. Do you know the only thing I don't like actually? Um, I don't like the. So have you watched the? Did you watch the old school cartoons? Uh, Spider Man. Yeah. So Mysterio has like a glass or plastic kind of cover over his head, and it's all smog, uh, smoked, smoked, yeah, smoked up. Like it's all smoky in there, and um. It just looked too animated to me. Like the the CGI on that that helmet looked crap, and I know Joe said that's the way he looks, but I was mm. like, well, I want realism to it. It's like um, it's like Deadpool two, Juggernaut. Yeah, right. You made him oh, fucking. God, you made him huge, yeah. but he doesn't look real. Yeah. Like he doesn't look real. I'd rather you made a big guy go in a costume, take a picture, and then just somehow. Make him look bigger like camera uh, angles. Like they did with Tyrion in Endgame. Um, yeah, yeah, in, uh, yeah. Infinity War. But, um, so, to that point, do you not think that's, oh, yeah. that um, yeah. Spider-Man's um, costume looks, like, Shit. really cgi Because I think it looks rubbish, personally. And I think it has looked rubbish since Civil War. And they haven't really done anything to, uh, to change that. It. I think it's a lot brighter than the other ones. That might be why it looks a bit more artificial. Yeah, maybe. But I feel like it looks, yeah, the red... Quite vibrant. Mm. I think it's because in Civil War it was Marvel running the show, but in Spider Man it's Marvel and Sony running the show. That's a Sony film, and it's like helped by Marvel. While mm. Civil War was a Marvel film mm. with the okay from Sony, so mm. maybe the CGI effects are a bit better. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. And I heard I did we talk about this, but apparently Apple are maybe planning to buy Sony. Oh yeah, did we, I think we did talk about this. Did we? I don't be hearing it. No. No? Fair enough. I don't I think so. Maybe you and me spoke about it. Maybe. I mean, I'd be surprised if Apple didn't get themselves in the like the cinema like the cinema TV, TV yeah. sort of thing, you know? Mm. Considering. I'm surprised they haven't already. Yeah, been, exactly. Like considering the market share they have and all that crap, and considering like anything that's Apple, they're guaranteed people will buy it. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like they put mm. out free phones and a they year can and people still buy it. On their own Exactly. Well, apparently some people were quite fuming with Apple actually, because um, I think not too long ago people like had bought like I think Marvel films on <laughs> iTunes, and then they were removed because of the whole Marvel taking their own streaming service, and people didn't get the money back for it. And <laughs> iTunes were like, "Well, you paid to have it on there, and it's not allowed on there anymore." So shame. Yeah. Who fucking buys a film on iTunes anyway? Back to the Far From Home trailer. Talking about you know Nick Fury being in it being a spoiler. We didn't know the fate of any of the other characters from Spider-Man um, Homecoming. So, you know, the fact that Zendaya's in it, the fact that Aunt May's in it, 
again, surely that is a spoiler. Yeah. No, I don't know though, because it's not I don't I don't I don't see that as a spoiler because their their pivotal characters to the Spider Man arc, Aunt May is pivotal and she's in fact a very young Aunt May in this one. So you assume and this is maybe going off of past cartoons, past far- films and Spider Verse, Aunt May's old. Yeah, so you assume Aunt May is going to be in this for the long haul. And then who do you say? Yeah. MJ. Yeah. Well, she's you know, she's like she's the love interest, isn't she? She's she's always always has been, always will be the the main love interest of Spider Man. You have got the odd Gwen Stacy and Black Cat and whoever else there is. I don't. I can't. There's loads. Of, but like the main main one is MJ, and the only reason that MJ got killed off in the comics at some point or some is because. The guy who runs Marvel doesn't like MJ. So. Okay. Um, I think it might have been. It should have been. They should have kept Uncle Ben alive in um, Homecoming, and then he should have turned to dust. Do you actually? Do we actually know that Uncle Ben's dead? Yeah, he's dead. Did they actually say yeah. that? I'm almost certain they said I it. I think they referenced it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Homecoming. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But this trailer. Um. It's a. I think it's a good trailer, but I wouldn't say it. Like it gassed me or anything. Mm. Like I'm not really like, excited to see. Spider Man. Maybe that's just because one like kind of like just came out. Not just came out, but mm. twenty was it twenty seventeen? Mm-hmm. So not yeah, not that long ago. So I don't know. And like yeah, I don't know. I I think it's I do I, think it's good, but yeah, I just don't really care. <laughs> I enjoyed this trailer more than I enjoyed the Homecoming trailer. Um, oh. And I wasn't massively sold on Homecoming. Um, I like Homecoming. It's definitely in the bottom quarter of Marvel films. Oh really? Um, I mean, that's not necessarily that's not necessarily a, a damning indictment, yeah. you know. Um, it's it's better than Thor two. It's better than Iron Man two, probably. I mean, I can't remember my rankings, but yeah. um, you know, but it would be towards the lower. I'd probably have it like midway, I think, personally. Mm, yeah. I I, uh, it's a tricky. One. Like I I think as as a character, Spider Man. Yeah, obviously he's like the homegrown character. He's the one the one that everyone idolises comic book kids love him everywhere but I think he's a character that can just pop up in loads of films he could be the side character in a lot of films mm. rather than having his own films but that's the way they're going with it mm. I think if if the DC if the Disney uh, streaming service goes well they could make a lot of these films into like long episode series kind of thing like an hour episode series rather than two hour films because mm-hmm. I don't think I think there's a lot of extra information here that we don't necessarily need from like Mm. I don't know. Just yeah. I do like that. I know, um, I know it's oh, Sony, sorry. but um, it would be good if they turned like Spider Verse into like series, so you could see like an episode on Spider Ham or on you yeah, know maybe Parker. It wouldn't surprise me right. after a after after a while. Um, they're making spin off series of it if it's successful, and if they're in the next film as well. I do like. I'm sorry, uh, I do like that. Um, in the trailer, that like, obviously, Spider Man in this in this like this iteration of him is he's what 15, 16? Mm. So I do like that he's actually like you know going holiday with his mates sort of thing. That's actually like mm. a thing that like teenagers would do. Like yeah, it's true, just... but he's not going to Malia, so <laughs> <laughs> he should be he should be raving it up, you know, getting two Jager bombs and a fish bowl for five euro. <laughs> Yeah, well, but they 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 don't do Malia. Yeah, but they don't do. Oh yeah, they're going to Venice, aren't they? I was about to say they're not mm. going Malia because they're in America. But 
going to West Venice. Yeah, so. as I was going to say. That's my thing out of the water. But yeah, I do like that he's like still being like a kid sort of thing. Yeah, he's trying like, to think like a kid a little yeah, bit as well. Even, almost, you almost get the feeling that Nick Fury's impacting his life a little bit. Yeah. Um. So, oh, I did hear another thing today, actually. Um. Sorry, it's kind of on topic, but off topic. Um. Basically, the um, Marvel Comics are re-releasing some classic comic books um, in line with, obviously, the Infinity War and stuff, like uh, some of, like, about Gamora, about Thanos, about uh, Endgame, because Endgame's apparently a comic... Uh, I don't know if it's a comic title or if it's, like, a, uh, like a little uh, chapter in a, in a comic. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that there's a character that appears in two of the comics called Black Knight, and there's now rumours that this guy might appear in the films, but we know what rumours are. Yeah. They're just rumours. I did, yeah, I, I was saying to Chris, I did stumble upon a spoiler by accident. Did you tell me it? I did tell yeah. you what it was, yeah, and, and it's the same one that you've seen, but I can't even say how I stumbled upon it because that will give away what it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, just know that I did not actively seek to see this potential spoiler, but, yeah. Do you, want to, do you want to know what it is? No, don't tell him, it's alright. Uh, I would rather not. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Um, but I feel like anything is just pure conjecture at this point. Well, yeah. you say that, yeah? So, um, I know when The Last Avengers came out... Because the, the problem you've got with this is that, like, toy manufacturers and all the and games people, they all want to get out stuff before the film comes out so they're ready for, like, the film. So last yeah. the last time round Avengers there was loads of like pop funkos and stuff. There are other toys available, obviously, but there was one of like Hulk <laughs> bu- busting out the Hulk Buster suit, and obviously we, that never happened because in the trailer we saw Hulk running, and in this one we saw Hulk Buster. But apparently, uh, whoever it is, it's Hasbro or whoever it is, um, brought out a toy range already of Avengers Endgame. I'm like, if that's uh, all that true, like what I've seen, then I'm like, I mean, you haven't sported a lot. But you've kind of shown me what they're gonna look like, and I kind of want to wait to see that, mm. not see yeah. it already. Kind of and thing. also, um, funny enough, like some you know, even film scores get released um, beforehand or soundtracks, and some of them will say like, um, oh, so for example, Black Panther, one of the songs on it's called "The King Is Dead," yeah, um, <laughs> or "King's Dead" or something, yeah, and. On, I think it's on that song like Kendrick Lamar says, "Long live King Killmonger," and. If you haven't seen the film, then that's arguably a bit of a spoiler. Um, And I know that um, Bradley Cooper withheld the soundtrack for A Star Is Born until the film was released as well, Mm. um, so that people uh, can kind of uh, infer what happened in the plot. Mm. Um, So yeah, I agree with you. I think merchandising and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's going to sell anyway. Like that's it. What (laughs) you know? Just wait till the film comes out, and then they can tie in all the promotional stuff. Um, as it is, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, do you want to say anything else about Spider Man Far From Home or do you want to talk about the John Wick chapter three? Was it John Wick chapter three one? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, come on, Chris. Oh, mate, you guys. Oh, you've seen it? No, mate. No, just me, pal. Have you seen it? Yeah. I haven't, no. Should we quickly pause it and watch it? No, fuck that. Oh, you're such a pussy, it's basically so yeah so in the trailer it's basically so um john wick's run out of time because you know obviously at the end of john wick 2 um basically you had a timer saying you've got this long before everyone's on your head basically 
Um, yeah. So sick. Yeah, and I think it's like 14 million bounty or something like that. And mm. it basically shows him going to, I think, another one of the Continental Hotels asking for help and basically them saying, like, there's nothing we can do sort of thing. So, yeah. like, and I think it shows, like, the clock ticking down and basically it shows, like, like any anyone who's anyone in the Assassin game is trying to get to him. And oh, he's just yeah. fucking up everybody, like, and it just shows like loads of fights and stuff. It shows him on that fucking horse, which yeah. I think is absolutely <laughs> nuts and hilarious at the same time, like on a horse and then chasing people on cars and stuff. But yeah, man, it just it just looks like typical John Wick stunts, What's fucking he, knives, he, guns, all that stuff. And I'd think it's gonna be. How can he sick. redeem himself though? That's what I don't understand. I don't know. Like he surely he's got to kill everyone yeah. or die. I generally don't know. Um. Tell you that guy's his dad. Do you reckon? Yeah, said it. Mm. Said it when we uh, first quoted. Oh, mate, it's, it's naughty. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm looking forward to. Um, so wait, do we reckon that even though he's got his bounty on his head, that other people are now allowed to kill him within the like, hotels? Yeah. No, I don't think. So they're still that, not allowed. I think that rule still stands. So he gets but he, I don't think he's allowed in them anymore. So he can go in them and then they can tell him to basically fuck off. I think so. Yeah. I don't think I don't think those hotels give him any. Um, protection anymore but then I'm almost certain and correct me if I'm wrong in John Wick 2 weren't they in the Continental and uh, some girl was trying to kill him anyway yeah so yeah true the money was uh, right on it mm. oof oof well talking of sequels or you know sequels, um there's a Deadpool 3 was announced yeah right? so Ryan Reynolds said that Deadpool 3 has been either written or they're writing it and it's completely different to Deadpool 1 and 2. The classic is different. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. Um, <laughs> That's an outright lie. Didn't, I, didn't divulge, I didn't dive too much into it because although it had funny points in Deadpool 2, I didn't think Deadpool 2 was great. No. So I didn't bother looking into it anymore. It's a film that, again, I'm going to see. I still can't believe I missed out on Aquaman, actually, but being busy times. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, not much else to say about it, really. Uh, it looks like, actually, Domino and... And... Who's the one who plays Thanos? Um, what is it? Cable. Cable, He's apparently... Cable, they, yeah. they were, like, pictured next to him, so I'm guessing they're, they're in it, because obviously Cable can't get back to the future, and yeah. Domino's, well, she's lucky, isn't it, so... I, I thought just, that Deadpool 3 was going to be an X-Force. That's film. literally what yeah. I was about to say. I was about to say the exact same thing. I mean, it might be. He might just be saying it's Deadpool 3 for now yeah. and then changing it to X-Force. Yeah. I mean, they've done that a few times, haven't they? So, um, Yeah. I really don't want a Deadpool 3 film. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I just don't care. Yeah. I'll still watch it, obviously, but I just don't care. I as long as they just do one version of it, because there were three versions of Deadpool 2, and that's just too many. Mm. Three? Yeah, so there was the cinematic cut, then there was the extended cut which was released on DVD, and then there was the Once Upon a Deadpool. Fair. So, oh. oh, yeah. I've got the Super yeah. Duper cut. I haven't watched it yet. Mm. And then uh, another bit of sequel news. Um, you said that Baby Driver 2 was announced by uh, Edgar Wright. Yeah, I believe so. I think they've written it. Um, I think What's-His-Face is saying he's up for playing it as well. Um, the the main guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think I just feel like it should be one and done I don't I agree I love Baby Driver it's my favourite film of 2017 but if if they make a sequel and it's not as good it brings down um, it then brings I'll be it like, just I, I feel like they want to I think they want to restore their reputation almost like not having um, 
Kevin Spacey in it. Oh, but you can't... You know, you can't... I mean, I know... Um, what's that film that Ridley Scott made, All the Money in the World, where they did erase Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Um, but you can't go back and... I mean, you know, jumping forward, something I was going to mention later on in the pod, but um, I rewatched American Beauty the other day. Um, that's from 1999. Uh, you know, really critically acclaimed film. Um, got Kevin Spacey, in, and it's he plays the father of, of his teenage daughter, she's 17, um, and he kind of becomes infatuated with her best friend, who's also 17. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he he um, has fantasies about kissing her and having sex with her and stuff, um, which, even at the time, was a bit like, oh, this is odd, but, you know, with the context of knowing what Kevin Spacey is being accused of, mm. it makes it a lot more uncomfortable. Mm. But, you know... I wonder if that's can't... Marriage, I'm going to say that. Carol. Huh? No, Carol. Keep going, sorry. I was just going to say, like... I feel like films shouldn't look to erase their, their, you know, actors who have been accused of these things from their films because at that time, you know, it was, I mean, it's still a good film. It's just, you're like, okay, it takes a bit of a new meaning. But, um, you know, I feel like, you know, the film was good and Kevin Spacey was good in Baby Driver to make a film with him out Without him. So basically, all you're, basically what you're saying like is... We can make a good... Huh? Finish your sentence, Glenn. Yeah, go on. Oh, well, just... I've forgotten what I was going to finish up. But, you know, I feel like a sequel just to kind of say, like, oh, look, you know, we've done one now without Kevin Spacey. That's not the right thing to do, because... Yeah, that was, well, I mean, by the way, that was just anyway, my, that was just my speculation. But... Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's a completely unnecessary film. Mm. Um... I'm trying I mean, to think what they would even do about. Be great, but... What would the plot even be? Isn't isn't baby in prison? <laughs> well, <laughs> he gets, technically, he gets out of it unless it's an all. Uh... His name baby? Or am I making it up? No, his name's baby. Okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking like his name baby. Yeah, I think of dirty dancing. <laughs> baby driver's baby. Maybe they have kids. I don't know. Maybe, but yeah, I I, I agree with you. I think it's unnecessary. It's the same like. You get that with... It's, there, I feel like there's so many, like... It's a lot more with these, like, smaller films as well. Like, that, the smaller films that end up doing, like, really quite well. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to put another one. Like, uh, they're putting out another... They're bringing out... Was it A Quiet Place 2, innit? And like, yeah. they're bringing out Happy Death Day 2 and, like, stuff like that. And it's oh, just like... Mate. Just think of something... Just think of a new idea rather than... Yeah, they're not running... Yeah, they're not... They're just, they're just... They're just trying to jump on the horse that's already winning, like, kind of... That's a really bad... Like, they're just... Yeah, they're tra- jumping on something that's not... That's good, and mm. they're trying to like ride off it, basically. Um, I saw the trailer for Happy Death Day Two. It literally looks exactly yeah. the same as the first one. Yeah. And I'm like, what? and also, can I, I just say, know. Happy Death Day Two? Yeah. It was Happy yeah. Death Day to you, or whatever. It was yeah. Called. Well, yeah. number one, doesn't she have lots of internal injuries? And if she like got killed again, she'd be dead. Yeah. That's so what they said, yeah. yeah. So. Like dumb, it, but, it. Yeah. Fuck knows. But it's like it's all three of them this time, isn't it? It's not just well, I don't know. I don't know. It's all fucking speculation. I don't care. I'm gonna watch it, but I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. But yeah. Um, and then, do you want to talk about SpongeBob three? Nah. SpongeBob, 2? SpongeBob one was sick. SpongeBob two was waste, and SpongeBob three is gonna I don't know, whatever. As long as it's okay. if it's like well, SpongeBob let's, one, let's, mate. SpongeBob one, classic, mate. Yeah, I agree. But SpongeBob two. Let's talk about the Oscar nominations then. You guys go for it. Um, so, 
about any omissions or any ones that we think might win. So the big one, best picture, Black Panther, Woo! Black Clanton, Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. The Favourite, mm. Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. Oh, no, um, no. Any thoughts on those? Um, I feel like I said the exact same thing last year, but I just feel like the category is quite weak. <laughs> I don't know if you. I don't know how you feel oh, about really? it. Really? I don't know how you feel about well, it. Well, I've seen all um, all those films apart from one. Well, what have you seen? Uh, Green Book. Oh, Green Book. Have you seen Roma? Oh no, I haven't seen Roma. Sorry, yeah, apart from Roma as well. Well, I mean, I've heard a lot of hype about Roma, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. What does surprise me is the fact that it's a Netflix film, and the mm. Academy have been pretty snobby about Netflix. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of. Sh- you know, this is a massive thing for them. See, they released Bright a couple uh, years too late, Glenn. If they put Bright out now, Oscar worthy, mate. Do you know it might be, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. What's, what's Oscar worthy? Bright. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Man. Um, <laughs> oh, so, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Tao, mate. That Tao. We're <laughs> Sorry, um, anyway, carry on what you said. <laughs> I haven't seen Bryce, but, you know. Haven't seen what? Um, nice, nice. Mm. Favourite, we can talk, I've seen that now, so we can talk about that a bit later, cool. but I mean, I can understand why that's been nominated. Yeah. I think, yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody is not an Oscar-worthy film. That's Maybe fair. for Remy Malek, but certainly not for Best Picture, in my opinion. Um, Black Clansman you... was a good Glenn. film. Glenn. Hey? Sorry, when we come to um, uh, the, act, the one for Best Actress, can you remind me to talk about The Favourite? Because there's something I want to okay. say about that. Okay, sorry. Also, what's the what's the definition? I know we probably did this last year. We've definitely done this before. But for any new, we definitely did this last year. For yeah, any new listeners, the last two years, we've definitely done this. What, what is the definition <laughs> of best picture? I don't think we've been able to answer that in the last two years. Yeah. Well, it's fucking crazy. It's the best year, isn't it? It's the best film, isn't it? I'm on the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. And oh God. For okay. the nominees. Yeah. It says Black Panther in brackets, Kevin Feige producer, Black Klansman in brackets, lists all their producers. So I wonder if this category is more for production, whereas obviously you've got best director, yeah. you've got best editing, blah, blah, blah. You don't have best producer. So I wonder if... Mate, I feel sorry category. for Kevin Feige, mate. He's been missing out all these years on films, hasn't he? Who? Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Black Panther's the first superhero film to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Jeez. Um, it got, yeah. got two nominations, didn't it? It got like six. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, like one for best supporting actor for Heath Ledger, but it wasn't nominated for best picture. Mm. Um, I I think um, I agree with oh, you sorry. that of the ones I've seen, this is a weak yeah. list. Um, I don't want to be cynical, but I wonder if. The Black Panther, Black Klansman, and Bohemian Rhapsody are kind of in there as kind of like, hey, it was nominated. So is the favourite. You know. Yeah. Three, I, feel, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the favourite's more Oscar bait than the other three. Yeah. Um, I think I think Roma will win. I haven't seen really? it, but I just... Oh, oh so they um, haven't won or anything? No, no, it's not too much. Oh, it's not too right, much. right, right. Um... Yeah, I just have a feeling it'll win. Although, actually, I think it's also nominated for Best Foreign Language Film, so maybe that will work against it. Um, mm. Maybe A Star Is Born! I, what the hell? I want, it, I want A Star Is Born to win. It's a simple decision. Fuck it up. I don't think it will. Yeah. 
I don't think we'll even. That's, that's the annoying thing. Yeah. It was a very good film, actually. Like, I didn't think I'd like the film. Uh, well, I, I was on a date, but it was, uh, it was a very good film, actually. Mm. I really enjoyed that film. Mm. Definitely uh, tugged at the heartstrings quite massively. Sorry, what was the biggest emission? Sorry. Pardon? What was the biggest emission? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 um, you know what? I, I think he's. I think it's because it's Bradley Cooper. He's not going to win because he's an actor. Like I just, I, I've got this. I've got this vision in my head that it's, it's like to them, it's like an injustice kind of mm. thing. Like there's all these directors doing their bit, and then there's some actor just comes in, does direction. Maybe. Like I don't know. Because um, do you remember? I don't remember. Do you remember? Um, Denzel Washington got nominated for best director for Fences, and he didn't win that, even though I think it's probably the best yeah, directed film sick. that year. Yeah. Who did win? True. Who did win that? Well, I think I think Clint Eastwood um has been nominated and maybe won a couple of times as director. Oh fair enough. Um, yeah, but, but 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 Clint Eastwood was an actor and then he's almost flipped it, hasn't he? He's now directing he's directed a lot of films. Does that make sense? So he's almost yeah, true. become a director. Like mm. and like I don't like oh yes, you are a director if you've directed one film, but you you're not really, you're you've just directed a film. Like I think yeah. you're a director if you've done multiple films, kind of thing. I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm just speculating on what they're thinking, really. Because yeah. I mean, to be fair, Ben Affleck wasn't nominated for Argo, but Argo won Best Picture. Mm. Um, and that was in 2015 or 14, I think. Was that um, even that But good? anyway, the nominees for Best Director are Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, Yorgos Lanthimos for The Favorite, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Adam McKay for Vice, and Pavel Pavlovsky for Cold War. Um, mm. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know who will win that. I imagine it'd be Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Um, yeah, I do want to watch that now because so do I. I. Feel like I'm hyping hyping it up in my own head. Um, then nominations for Best Actress uh, is Yalitza Aparicio for Roma, Glenn Close for The Wife. I want her to win because she spells her name like mine. <laughs> Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, Lady Gaga for A Star Is Born, Ooh. Alyssa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Obi, you had some comment on this. So. Um, so he's Olivia Coleman, right? For the favourite. Yeah. Um, I would argue, and you've seen it as well now, so you can argue back, that <laughs> I feel like if you're going to nominate Olivia Coleman, you kind of have to nominate the other two because it's it's, yeah. it's kind of like three leading actresses rather than one in, like, one in supporting. Like, I feel like... And if, if, go on, sorry, go on. If anything, Olivia Coleman has the least amount to do. I agree. Driven. I agree. Yeah, I think I think this is sort of not unprecedented, but I think there are historic rules for what constitutes, you know, the lead actress. Mm. And I think I think the film studio probably has just pushed her for the main role because both Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. So I think it was probably, you know, maybe they thought Emma Stone won one already. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Olivia Coleman forward, but do you think she's she's got a chance out of those five? Or um, say that again. Sorry. Do you think Olivia Coleman's got a good chance? I think so. Best actress. I think she's got a really good chance. Um, I thought she was really good in it. To be fair, and I kind of want Lady Gaga to win. So do I, but I don't think she will. No, no. I don't think she will. That film was good, but that wasn't that wasn't like. And like a wowy performance. It's good singing, but she's a singer in it, so 
I don't think it was like I think she was really good in it to be fair yeah I thought she was really good although people I've seen that people think that um, she did a song with R. Kelly um, which is called You Can Do What You Want With My Body Um, and there's been some backlash to that and yeah. Oh fuck off though! She, she, like, she, she didn't know, did she? She did no, no, because don't do that. Everybody, everybody, I don't I, like. I want this to be the only thing we say about Arkell in this whole podcast. Yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah, in, in in the industry, even people outside the industry, knew that Arkell is a fucking paedophile. Sorry. Point Wait, we, we, we knew that in primary school. Exactly. Didn't we? Exactly. Apparently, he's gonna sue people for slander. <laughs> oh shit, we're getting sued. Guy's <laughs> an idiot. Anyway, moving on. Um. Oh, quickly, quickly. Sorry, I just wanted to talk about the um, back to best picture quickly. So, because we spoke a little bit about um, about Black Panther being uh, nominated, whether or not it was actually deserved, or do you think it was just kind of like a like a pandering sort of thing? Yeah. So I, I, was... I mean, it was like a thumbs up. It was like you've done good. You've hit milestones. Mm. Here's a here's a here's a nomination for you. Mm. But what's it what's it nominated for? Like, what are the main ones it's nominated for? Uh, best picture, I think. I don't think it won that. Best costume design. Best. Might win that. Best song. Best song, yeah. Sa- sound editing, I think as well. Actually, do you think so? Do, would you think a Black Panther song, or a? If you tell me a Star is Born, I'm going to say a Star is Born. A Star is Born, or what's that other film that we watched this year that with Hugh Jackman? What? Wasn't that film that came what, out? The Greatest year? Showman? Yeah, did that come out this year? Two years ago, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Still hasn't seen it. That's another film that's apparently he's pushing for a second one. Oh, I love Hugh it, Jackman's man. pushing for a second, uh, oh, second oh, film. <laughs> you literally do not need that. That is ridiculous. I liked the first one more than I thought I would, but yeah. I don't want a second one. Um, um, back to the whole pandering thing. Yeah. Do you, are you insinuating it's pandering to like the black audience? I think it's a bit a little bit of both. I think that we've gotten to the point now where the superhero genre is so big that I feel like they've just chucked a bone in in the comic book like yeah. in the comic book genre to say yeah okay yeah we'll let you like just let you know we recognise you lot because yeah. obviously you know Avengers Avengers did two billion Black Panther did a billion Aquaman doing a billion so I feel like they have to recognise nice. it in some way yeah. shape or form and then put a upon the fact that obviously Black Panther was um, the first comic book film starring loads of black people and like the cultural impact it had mm. they I think said yeah we're gonna yeah. Give, we're gonna give it to you it's sort like of two thing things, isn't it? it's two whereas things. obviously Avengers made a lot more money but I feel like Black Panther was more popular among, mm. amongst critics so I think there's a lot of people who really didn't like Avengers <laughs> Infinity War so, so yeah, say, actually, say we say we go with the hypothesis that is hold on Glenn 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 sorry are you are you doing are you speaking into loudspeaker? No. Oh, okay. Speaking into headphones. Okay, carry on. Um. Okay, so we might think maybe Black Panther is like a token thing for both superheroes and for kind of black representation. But mm-hmm. you've also got Black Klansmen. That's true. You've also got Bohemian Rhapsody, which is about a homosexual man. That's you've true. got The Favorite, which is about a lesbian love triangle you've also got Green Book which has racial kind of yeah. politics to it yeah. and Roma which is about a Mexican family True. so this is actually quite a diverse best picture yeah list yeah, um, yeah. Don't, don't don't I don't want anyone to ever get me confused and think that I um 
I'm not great. Like, I don't want to say grateful, but not, I want to say like more appreciative of the fact that we are getting a more diverse um, selection of films. But I just think, in particular, with um, I'm talking about the superhero genre in particular. I feel like they are kind of okay. just throwing it a bone. I would say. But I would also say, sorry, Glenn, sorry, sorry. I would also say that in comparison to the other, obviously I haven't seen, I haven't seen the Green Book or Roma, but in comparison to the other six films that have been on there, I would say Black Panther deserves to be up there with with all them lot. I would say. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Black Panther was a great film. I, you know, I'm wondering whether my, you know, because I think all three of us sort of when we we're doing our top tens. We were like, oh, I think a lot of us wanted to put Black Panther, but I think purely because Infinity War has been the culmination of so much, we yeah. put that. Um, I don't know whether objectively Black Panther is a better made film than Infinity War. Mm. Um, so I, I, I certainly think it's deserving. Um, moving on to Best Actor, the nominations are Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. Um, again, I can only comment on two of those. Yeah. Um, I would say Rami Malek did have a good performance. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Brad, Bradley Cooper's was much better. Um, but then you, you've seen Vice and you liked Christian Bale's performance. I did. Yeah, I thought he, I think he's a dark horse to be honest. And I, but I think I think the con- sorry quick yeah. quickly Chris. I think the contributors that was also how good the costume design is. <laughs> so yeah. obviously, like he's like basically like unrecognizable. You know how Cost- was costume it? design he put in the way. Yeah, I mean like in his face, like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, I think it did Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman won yeah uh, thing for um Winston Churchill. Hours. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he might be yeah. like, in that sort of. You know, I mean that was sick, and and I, from the pictures I've seen of Vice, that is yeah. the costume looks wicked. And to be fair, like obviously I, I'm not like you know I'm not a, like a Dick Cheney aficionado, but I would say he pulled it off pretty well, and he acted it, he acted it really well. I would say, but I but yeah I wouldn't I'd have Rami Malek ahead of him, and I also have uh, Bradley Cooper ahead of him as well. Oh okay, interesting. Um... I mean, I'd never even heard of At Eternity's Gate, so Willem Dafoe really must have put a good performance in. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> uh, best Supporting Actress, you've got Amy Adams for Vice, mm. Marina de Tavira for Roma, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, really which wonderful. I've heard some people say were surprised wasn't nominated. For yeah, because it got nominated for a Golden Globe, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I really um, want to see obviously it. Obviously, it's, it's Barry Jenkins' second film after yeah. Moonlight, so... Um, and then the final two are Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz, both for the favourite. Um, if anything, I thought... I don't know whose performance I preferred. I think probably Rachel Weisz, because she was just so menacing in the favourite. Yeah. Um, I think, that, I think Emma I agree. Stone was good, but I feel like Rachel Weisz had more acting to do. Mm. Emma Stone was more just like... Yeah, child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm actually very keen to talk to you about the favourite when we when we get to it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll do uh, a couple more. But I'd agree I'd agree with you on that, by the way. Sorry. Do you know what we should have done? We should have done an Oscar special again, shouldn't we? Or did we do that for the nominations last time? No, we did it for the real like for the winners. We winner. But we we could do that when, in a couple months time I guess when it comes out. Best supporting actor, Mahershala Ali for Green Book, Adam Love. Driver for mm-hmm. Black Klansman, oh, yeah. Sam Elliott for a Star is Born. 
Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And uh, a bone of contention, Sam Rockwell for Vice. That is an absolute um, farce. It is a farcical nomination, Sam Rockwell. I'm sorry. Did there he is get one for um, Thingy as well? For Free Billboards, yeah. Well, how's he doing this? I don't... There was absolutely no way that he deserves that nomination for Vice. I'm telling you, there must be a film somewhere down the line where he should have won. Yeah, maybe. He didn't. Yeah, there must be. there's all these films trying to get there. There must be. Glenn, Glenn, you might know, is there any films that he's been in that, like, he was sick in? Um, not necessarily. No, not really. I feel like he's, just, he's a solid actor, but not, I don't think I've seen a film where I was like, oh my God, why has he not been nominated? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he was all right. He was good in pre-billboards, but I don't think he was the best supporting actor, no. even in that film. No. Um, I think Rudy Harrelson probably was. I agree. Um, uh, yeah, you, you said Timothée Chalamet should have been nominated. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I only watched an hour of A Beautiful Boy, but I thought in that he was great. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you know what's annoying is that the film's out now, but it's not in Beckenham, and I can't bother to go and fucking <laughs> go somewhere else to go and see it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he was great. Uh, he was great in that. I've got a huge bias, but I want Sam Elliott to win. So do I. Oh god, so like, do I. Literally, just for that, like one scene. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, it was you that I. Ah, oh, okay, don't, okay, don't. I'm actually gonna tear up. I'm actually gonna tear up. And he doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell. Oh god. Oh, do you know what's funny though? Because I was um, me and my sister. She just she just watched it. Um, so I was born like two weeks ago. And she was like t- chatting to me. She was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, like it's so good." And we literally talked about that scene. We both almost started tearing up. <laughs> oh man! I just watched it as well, and I saw him the other weekend for my sister's birthday, and we were like just drinking loads of beer and being like, "I'm up the deep end, watch as I die." Oh man! Yeah. Banger. Um, I'm not gonna bother with the screenplay one. I think we should stop there because we've got quite a lot to talk about and we've, I think we've already done what... You can tap the red bit. Yeah. Well. Cool. Perfect. Well, should we talk a little bit about the favourite then? Now unless like unless there was it. one that you wanted to specifically talk about. No, I just wanted to shout out um, Shallow for best song. Um, oh, can I, can I quickly... Sorry, Glenn and Chris. That's fine. I just want to interject really quickly because I just thought of um, a trailer because we were talking about the Oscars, so it reminded me. Have you seen the trailer for that um, the Jordan Peele film, Us? Yes. Yes. What do you think of What do you think of that? I think I have. It's right up my street. It does seem familiar. Mm. Like I feel like the plot is. I don't want to say derivative of other plots, but it certainly echoed a few plots. I was watching. I thought, oh, I'm sure this seems like something. A bit like The Strangers. Um, Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that film that, was, that came out earlier, uh, it was either late last year, it's that woman and she's protecting her kids from the people coming in, breaking into the house and she's like... What, breaking in? Yeah. Is that I don't like, think it looks like that at all. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> she, 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 I haven't watched this. But yeah, I, 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 obviously I'm not a horror film guy, but menacing, I, might, I might go watch it, maybe. It's possible. You go watch it. It's possible. Maybe. Have you seen Get Out yet? I've, yeah, I've seen Get Out, yeah. Wait, they look okay. evil, man. Yeah, what the fuck? But yeah, Get Out wasn't that bad, to be fair. But I, I think Get Out was because I watched it like a year after everybody else and I knew what, what happened in it already. So I think that's why I didn't really... <laughs> Did you watch it in Napa? No. No, no, no. I didn't, no. 
But yeah, I think it looks interesting, to be fair, this film. And obviously, it's going to be like quite eagerly anticipated because of how successful Get Out was. So, yeah, definitely. Hmm. But hopefully, it doesn't fall short uh, because of Get Out. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, I should um, mention that. decent film but it kind of reminded me a little bit of um uh fucking hell, what's that crap film we saw last year death of stalin in that in, in, <laughs> in that like it's obviously it's a period it's like a period piece and there's probably some you know resemblances of truth in it but then it's kind of filled with this like uh kind of not slapstick but kind of like childish comedy yeah if that makes sense so yeah. like I, I, left found, I found it funny in places, but not yeah. consistently funny. No, I didn't find it consistently funny. I think the only bit I found... This is going to make me sound like fucking... Because I always do this. But the, the only bit I really found funny is when um, Nicholas Holt's character pushed What's-Her-Face down the hill. You <laughs> love a little bit of misogyny. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but yeah. I think, I think it's a decent film. Like, I, th- I liked... I'm not going to lie. I did quite like Olivia Coleman's character. And I thought she acted it really well. Because obviously she was a bit fucking mental as well. Um, yeah. I was riding with um, Emma Stone's character for the, for about the first like hour of the film, and then when she started to fuck up the whole base, I was like, okay, I'm not with you anymore. And I'm not gonna lie, I thought that um, the th- well, the last maybe 15 minutes of the film kind of lets it down a little bit, only because I thought um, that I would I wanted a bit of more conclusive who wins out of the two cousins sort of thing. I don't know how you felt about it. Yeah. I agree with you. I actually, I felt the whole kind of back and forth scheming was the most interesting part. And then when it was, when Rachel Vice's character is out of the picture, uh, that's when I was like, okay, no, I'm less interested in this now. Yeah. And same as you, I I initially wanted Emma Stone to kind of win the favouritism. 
then I was like, actually, no, I want Rachel Bight to. Um, and in the end, it's kind of like no one really wins, do they? No. Um, and, and like you said, the last shot of the film kind of left you a bit cold. And I was the same when they're just, Emma Stone's just rubbing Queen Anne's leg. And, and then it ends. I was like, um, Yeah. And then <laughs> right before that, she like, Emma Stone like steps on one of the rabbits. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? <laughs> yeah, she just turns like really cruel. Yeah. And I was, it just seemed a bit out of character. Yeah. Um, The thing, the thing that I like. Uh, so I want to talk about the ending quickly because I feel like if the ending was better, I feel like the film goes up quite a bit for me. But like, oh yeah, definitely. Obviously, I feel like it's supposed to be like um, I don't know, abstract. I suppose for lack of a better word, so like it's up to your own interpretation or whatever. But obviously, like you say, she's just like she's like rubbing uh, the queen's leg, and then. The queen just starts seeing like rabbits and shit, and then the thing just it just ends, and I was just like, "What's that supposed to even mean?" I don't. Know, I think because you you said what you thought it might be, the ending might mean. I can't remember what you, as we said, so I don't know if you want to explain what you thought it meant. Yeah, um, I feel like I don't know if I'm just reading too much into it, but the fact that there's been the whole film of like competing to win some of the affection is sort of like I thought the final scene when she's just rubbing the leg, and none, neither of them have like a. They've got, both got quite a neutral expression on it. I thought it was like, you know, the thrill of the chase is over, like the honeymoon period's over. Yeah. Now, like, they've just, they're just, like, settled and content. Mm. Um, and I kind of thought it was like, you know, they're now in a, a loveless relationship, but they're just carrying out their duties. Yeah. You know, like a, a dissolution of a marriage sort of. Maybe, you know? yeah. I did. Um, I don't know if I'm just reading too much into that, but. I, you know, I, I definitely see exactly where you're coming from. And to be honest, that makes more sense than anything I could have come up with because I literally, I was just baffled at the end. Um, but um, I was just going to say quickly, like, one couple things that I found kind of funny, but I was like, oh, I can't allow it. Um, actually, well, we only really one thing is when, um, obviously, she spent, Emma Stone spent time chasing that uh, that guy or, like, teasing him sort of thing, yeah. like, bare floating. And then, obviously, they get married in that and, like, she doesn't even want to, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not going to bad for the guy. Do you know I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. Each one is each one the fuck, so. Um, <laughs> and then, what do you think? So I the reason why I more sided with um, uh, Rachel Weisz's character because I feel like she actually genuinely had some sort of affection for um, the Queen, whereas I feel like Emma Stone's character didn't act, like at all. She was just scheming from the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. I feel like Emma Stone just used it for power. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she had no genuine interest in Queen Anne, which makes So yeah, that's... Oh yeah, Colette. Oh yeah, um, I'll speak at Colette first because that's a bit quicker. So, um, excuse me, Colette's just a f- is a film about a um, French writer. Um, oh well, a French woman who marries a writer, but she, the this woman Colette, um, she um, basically writes everything for her husband, and her husband takes all the credit, for, and the the um, the books become really successful, and uh, but then she. Um, basically is like 
can we like share the credit? Can I have my name on the book too? And husband's like, like nah, fuck off. Because obviously in them times, because it's like 1800s. So in them times, of people probably wouldn't take a woman author seriously. So then she yeah. just kind of like comes into her own sort of thing. She becomes more um, sexually empowered. Um, and then uh, she meets a couple people, a couple women who are lesbians. One of them is, I think, transgender, I guess, um, because she asked to be referred to as a he. So I'm assuming transgender. And um, and yeah, she just kind of like comes out of her husband's shadow and she like um, becomes like an actress. She does like uh, plays and stuff. And the husband's kind of like, he's he's on a thing of like, well, like, um, you're nothing without me, but also I'm nothing without you. Like we kind of need each other. But, yeah. but that's not really, I suppose that's not really the case. And you just like see over the course of the whole film, the husband's just like super selfish. He's only interested in himself. Um, and he actually does it. So like the, um, they both have affairs and stuff, but he only lets her sleep with, I say lets her, he only like doesn't he's mind it. Yeah, it. he's only accepting of it when it's, when he, she says she wants to sleep with other women. Obviously when it's a man, he's like, oh no, no, you can't sleep with another man, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's kind of, um, showing like maybe early stages of like um, like sexual liberalism liber- liberalism among women, which is decent. And uh, you know I learned a few new a few uh, new things about um, the about Colette and you know like French the that the maybe like the French author thing. I was a bit annoyed because yeah. I was a bit annoyed because um, the whole film set in France and not one person has any resemblance of a French accent. Really? <laughs> Which okay. I think is it's fucking dumb. So that's kinda of like Stalin. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. Um the like, so criticism that's been levelled at Mary Queen of Scots is um the fact that Mary Queen of Scots was raised in France and apparently she doesn't have a French accent, so people are like, mm. <laughs> it doesn't tally up. I suppose, but at the same time I think people when they associate her with England or yeah, England I think they just most people when they watch it expect an English accent. I think, but that's no, what well, you said. You, yeah. Huh? If you want to learn something about like actual history, but yeah, I guess. I suppose, but a lot of uh, history is skewed in films, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you think of Colette overall? Then um, you said that, you know. But that Colette film sounds like a film I watched like four or five years ago. I think it was directed by um, Tim Burton. Can't remember what it's called, and it was the woman was drawing loads of paintings. Mm. Like big um, eyes. Huh? Big eyes. Yes, that's the film. Yes, yes, yes. And the husband was taking all the credit, putting it out there. I don't think she originally knew. Then she found out. And then turns out that she eventually just went off on her own doing mm. it all herself. But mm. it's a very similar... Yeah, it sounds... To be honest, yeah. it wouldn't surprise... Like, probably the amount of uh, men who put out products or material that actually come from a woman... Probably even probably till this day, probably yeah. still quite a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's not surprising yeah. me that there's more than one film about that. You know that yeah. subject matter. But it is a decent film. I feel like it ends kind of abruptly. I would say like I think the um the two the husband the woman and her, Colette and her husband. I can't remember the husband's name. I think his name is William. They just get divorced and then the film basically ends at like one minute later. And I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. How but, did you know? you... I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not a filmmaker, so I just want to be. I just want to be pleased. <laughs> was Kira Knightley in for a shout for best actress, maybe or? Mm, I have to look at the nominee list again because I generally can't remember who the hell else was on it. But she was good. She was good. She wasn't. 
she wasn't great, but for me, the fact that she was speaking in it with an English accent, just I'm just like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, no, thank you. Fair enough. <laughs> Not for me. But yeah, it's a decent film. Decent film. But then uh, to the Oscar nominated Christian Bale. Yeah, Vice. Yeah, Vice is a film about um, Dick Cheney, who was the vice president to George Bush from uh, in George Bush's uh, eight year reign, and it basically goes through his. I suppose his journey to becoming what many people considered was the most powerful man in the world at the time, because he pretty much um, had the control of the White House, whereas George Bush was kind of like the more like a beard, not beard, but like which George Bush is this? George Bush Jr. So uh, the second, the the second one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah, so like it kind of like shows him at the start of his. So at the start of the film, he's like must be in like his 30s maybe or 20s like 1960s and he's like a drunk and he works on like some um some uh some industrial site something like that and he gets to a bar fight comes home drunk or whatever and then his wife's kind of like you got to fix up sort of thing because otherwise i'm leaving you so they show um i see why amy adams got a, a nomination for uh was it supporting or best or best actress it must be supporting supporting yeah yeah because she was like she was quite good in her role, to be honest, and you can tell that his wife was like quite a motivating factor towards him being the man who he became, and that they were like a really like solid team together, and they kind of like uh, did everything for each other, which is good. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of just goes through his political career, like how he started, who he meets along the way, um, how he kind of weaseled his not weaseled his way, but like kind of moved in the shadows and managed to secure like such a premium spot in the in the White House. And is, it, like, is, is this everything that's happened in this film? Is it well known that this guy was the power in the in the prison? System? I would say it's pretty well known. Oh, okay. yeah, oh, pretty right. well known. Say, yeah. um, it's sorry. funny because at the beginning of the film, they literally there's just like a subtitle or something, and they're saying like this story is mostly true. Um, we did no. Um, it's like oh, what's it? What's it saying? It's like this story is mostly true. Um, Dick Cheney we couldn't get as much as we wanted to because Dick Cheney is so fucking secretive and it's like dot, <laughs> and it's like dot 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 but we tried our fucking best so that, that, uh, that, that's that's, that's, that quite made me laugh at the start of the film and the person who narrates the film oh do you know what I probably I won't give it away but yeah I, I like the person who who narrates the film is all I'm going to say you, when, you, when you've got a narrator to a film you've got to have a good yeah and I like how it ties into the story um, okay yeah and yeah, it just kind of goes through his his different relationships. One thing I felt that the film lacked a little bit was, um, so it had the means of how he got to his his um, no, sorry, it had the method of how he got to power, but it didn't really have the means. So like, I feel like it shows kind of like all the stuff he done. Some of it shady, some of it not. But it didn't really kind of tell me why he wanted to do it. Like, why did he want all this power? Why did he want to do all this stuff with Iraq and the terrorists, the, ter- uh, the war war on terror and all stuff like that? But it was kind of, sh- it just kind of just showed me what was happening, but I didn't see any reasoning behind it, which I thought was a bit lacking. But then again, that might be contributing to the fact that Dick Cheney wasn't willing to speak to anybody about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, Have I did enjoy seen it. Sorry, go on. The Big Short, yeah. I haven't. It's still on my. I still on my list of things to watch. I haven't seen it yet. That's, though. that's Adam McKay's other political kind of satire. Yeah. Um, and that's about the economic crisis. Um, that's you know. That's, that's yeah, I do. Good. I do want to watch um, that. But I do feel that. So with this film, I can see why a lot of people wouldn't like it because of all. Dick Cheney was a Republican, and although the film is based on obviously Republican life, it does re- paint 
Republicans in quite a bad light. And obviously, it's, I'm assuming this Adam McVeigh guy is a, lib- is a liberal. I don't know, again, if you know. I don't know that, but okay. I would imagine if that's if this is kind of anti Cheney. Yeah, then... <laughs> it's not. I wouldn't say it's anti, but I do think it, it it does skew. It's not. It's not. It's not unbiased. Basically, is what I would say about okay. it. And I can see why that would annoy some people. So I've seen people saying that it's like you know Republican propaganda, blah 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 blah. blah so yeah. Out of ten, what would you give it? Yeah. Uh, I'd say it's a seven. I would say. Yeah. I always get interested in them kind of films when they come out. Yeah, I love a political drama. Yeah. Oh, it, talking of polit- politics, House of Cards, what's he? What's his? Um, Frank Frank Underwood is a Democrat. There's always Democrats. Mm, mm. Interesting. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that you've seen Glass, Obi. Yeah. Have you? I have. I'm watching oh. it Friday, okay. so let's talk about that next time. Okay. I just want to say um, it's nowhere near as bad as everybody's making it out to be. Oh really? Okay. I think I've that's what I think my anyway. Significantly. And also, um, I I just quickly I, this is just like a general point. So you know how like I don't I don't know if you do, but I I do. And I think Chris does it as well. Like when you want to see what a film's like, kind of see what it's saying before you, um, before you go and watch it. You do like I do tend to look at Rotten Tomatoes just to see what yeah. the what the critics are saying and stuff like that. And I've kind of realised that like. I feel like instead of on going on Rotten Tomatoes, instead of looking at the critic score, I should look at the audience score, because yeah. oh yeah, hundred percent. Because I feel like um, that's going to be more effective of whether or not I like the film compared to a critic, because the yeah. audience are people like you and me. Yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Whereas critics, I think they're paid to do this, so it's, I feel like they they judge it Being differently. More critical, yeah, in different aspects of it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's, it's it's that whole kind of you know when we're doing our top tens of anything, it's like. Are we putting these films because they're the best films or because we enjoy them the most? Yeah. And ultimately, that's our frame of reference. Do we enjoy it? Would we pay to see it again or see a sequel? Whereas critics are like, they're paid to watch it, in instance. So yeah. it's like, was this crafted well? Was this performed well? Yeah. So, yeah, there is a, there is a slight difference. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. Mm. I really like Split. I was a bit ambivalent about Unbreakable, but... Um, well, I'll tell you uh, what, yeah, this is what I was going to say, yeah. Unbreakable, if it was released now, be a by, be a by far better film and audience if it was released I haven't now. even seen it and I completely agree. Yeah, because <laughs> I think it's such an out there film that, like... Yeah. Like, it, I think it's actually a really clever film. Like, I've rewatched it recently. Or, I say recently, like, six months ago or something. And, like... Admittedly, when I was like raving and ranting about it, I rewatched it. And I was like, okay, it's not maybe as raving as I thought, but it's a very good film. I think it's a very good twist on everything that we see nowadays, mm. and I think a lot of people would be like, it's like Hancock, isn't it? Yeah. But Hancock released now, maybe changed in certain a little ways. Things, yeah, I think it'd be quite a successful yeah. film. Yeah. And also, yeah. and I don't know if this is true, and I don't know if you've seen Sixth Sense. I have. Apparently, this film ties into Sixth Sense as well. No, oh, really? okay, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing not, I'm guessing not. Alright, that would be awful, don't do that. Yeah, um, I agree. He loves having a little twist though, doesn't he? He does. Oh, yeah, the twist in this is kind of annoying. Oh. I like the twist though, oh. I was going to say, I like the twist. They're all dead. <laughs> but, um, yeah, sorry, I, Glenn, continue. Uh, I just want to say, like, separate from the podcast, I need to go within the next, like, 15 minutes or so. Um, sorry. I know that we've still got a lot to get through. But okay. Well, yeah, we maybe just... let's should we talk about you and then Titans and then see what else we can fit in. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so moving on from film to TV, uh, I've finished 
Flix. Uh, Chris Obi both finished that now. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Just going to throw it out there straight up, yeah? <laughs> Did not see that ending coming. Like, Do you mean the ending of Beck, quote-unquote, dying, or the ending of Beck um, dying. Candice coming back? Or Candice. Candice. See, I kind of did and, see that coming. And I don't think Beck's dead. I think she's dead. I think she's downstairs still and he's he's set it all up as if she is dead. No, I think she's dead. Do you think? Yeah, I think she's dead. Uh, yeah. I think it would be better if she's dead narrative-wise because, mm. you know, obviously we've now found out that Candice isn't dead and I didn't think she would be either. But if then Beck is also not dead, it's kind of like, okay, well, how many times are you going to keep doing this reveal, yeah. you know? What's your feelings on what's your feeling on Joe now that the series has ended? Oh, I don't know, because like <laughs> he's so nice to Paco and like Paco's one or oh, no, 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 loud. Paco's a little shit. He's man. a prick. Yeah, yeah, Paco's a prick. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's a piece of shit. <laughs> I was like, Paco ruined Beck's entire life. Yeah. <laughs> like he told her about the um thing in the ceiling, so she went and investigated, which I think was fucking stupid by the way. And what, then the, the, what that she looked that she went to go and look. And also, quick I just have a tangent. When she went and looked, yeah, and then she saw all the teeth and that and whatever, and then she dropped it on the floor. Put it all back. <laughs> put it all back. Everything. Just on the toilet. I'll be out in a second. And then when you're when he when you meet each other in the hallway, whatever, whatever, and he like sees that she's um that she's seen it, yeah. She was like, Oh yeah, I'm just going to meet blah 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 blah. Just fucking leave! Don't say a word. As soon as yeah. he goes to the toilet, yeah, run! Yeah. She's an idiot, bruv. Anyway. No, I, I tell you what, do you know what's scary I... about this series, yeah? Is that I've read so many things and so many people are feeling sympathy for Joe. Yeah. And the, f- the fact <laughs> is, that's not what this series is trying to show. And obviously, yeah. I, I think this series, what it's done is, and I said it last time, I think mm. a lot of things happen in this series which wouldn't really happen in real life. Like, I think a lot of scenarios, yeah. other people would not allow this situation to happen. I think a lot of things happen easy. Mm. And I don't know about American safety in their homes, but mm. I don't think it would happen in England. Mm. But, yeah. um, just saying, it's a bit fucked up how Bex's life would have actually been ten times better had she not found out about anything that Joe did. 100%. Like, he actually was 100%. like... <laughs> helped her, but he helped gro- her. Grooming her life yeah. to suit him and her. And her, yeah. And they had a pretty good fucking life. Her life improved tenfold yeah. when, she, when she made I it. I mean, a bit messed up that he killed... What's her face? Peach. Although she was a bit of a scumbag. Yeah. But she was exactly the same as Joe, just doing it in a different way and manipulating yeah. a different way. And Shout out Peach, though. Yeah. And if, and if Joe didn't kill about four <laughs> different people, yeah. I think a lot more sympathy would be thrown his way. And I don't think... And if he hadn't killed four people, I'm not sure he would be considered a... Um, Stalker or a predator? Not predator. He's still a stalker. Oh, I don't know. He's just not. He he's a serial killer. <laughs> but if he, he hadn't killed four people, he wouldn't be a serial killer. True. He's really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Like, tossing tossing himself off. And that's hilarious. That was, that was so fucking that's weird. The, that's things. Those are that's those little things where so like you get little moments where um, Joe kind of shows himself to be a really good guy, yeah. and then he'll go and do that, and you remember, oh yeah, but this guy's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, so yeah, I kind of yeah. like how it brings you back to those sort of yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think even Penn. Bradshley, the, the actor, said, like, don't feel sorry for Joe. Like, yeah. he's a bad character. <laughs> um, you said to me before I finished the series that 
Karen is the smartest character yeah. in it. Um, because of she says she like clocked that. Yeah, but where did she clock that from? Like, she just nowhere. But the thing is, she just got out of there. She was like, like no fuss, no muss. Yeah, but she, she it was a bit different though, because she had been. Well, cheated on it, hadn't she? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Because she could have, like, she could have been angry. Yeah. She could have, like, you know, gone to Beck's house and done whatever, whatever, like. Yeah. But she said, nope, this ain't for me. I'm out. Done. Yeah, yeah. And done, she done, said, done. And, and end of the day, she's alive. Yeah, yeah, Smartest woman in the show. But will she be, will she be alive for much longer? Say that again. You don't ever see it. You don't ever see her discover anything that will lead her to believe that he, you know. I, d- I feel like. The ordinary. It was when, like, I just feel like it was when, um when he kind of broke up with her sort of thing and she was just kind of like okay with it I feel like maybe in the back of her mind she she knew this is just my feeling I might be completely wrong but I feel like in the back of her mind maybe that she just knew that something was a bit skew if with Joe but then she goes to when she speaks to um, uh, Beck she's like oh yeah you know he's he's odd he's blah 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 yeah just because someone's odd doesn't mean they're like a stalker we haven't seen you discover it yeah that's a fair point that's a fair point um yeah, and I agree with you that I don't think it necessarily needs a second series, no. but I am interested in what happens to Candice. Um, I don't really care. I don't care. I don't man. really care, I'm not going to lie. I thought that they could have just ended it with us then revealing that he killed Beck and then end it there. I think that's, I think that's yeah. a perfectly fine ending because it is a sort of ending that you didn't expect and it leaves you kind of shocked. You're like, oh, like, you're kind of like, what the fuck sort of thing and then bang, end. Yeah, true. Um, I agree. And there's actually like I feel like there's no sympathy towards um, Candice either, like because like no one cared if she was dead or alive. I don't think because she cheated on him and everyone's like, well, we're rooting for Joe now. Like she cheated on Joe, lied to Joe, and then oh, Joe's so funny. Yeah. (laughs) So fun. <laughs> Actually, he killed like five people. Killed that producer. Well, yeah, he did. Yeah. Fucking when he bashed Peach over the head with the rock and started running out of the park, I was cracking up. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Joe's <laughs> 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 you know, bad again because I'm laughing at females getting hurt, but it, that was fucking funny. Uh, it's funny because like, when he gets beaten up, he's a bit like Karma's just come and got me. Yeah, so exactly. It's like, he's acceptable. Yeah. But it's just like it's not really, is it? Mm. But did anything ever come about the uh, the piece in the jar? So the policeman told Joe about it. They said they found something and then Joe was having a bit of a hissy fit about the yeah, jar. But I don't actually yeah. know if he didn't think about it. Yeah, I did think... I thought they would come that back might, to bite him at some point. Still might, might come be. back in the next series. Yeah, true, he might do, yeah. Oh, no. Um, what did they say about the piss in the jar? He said he didn't know if if you could trace piss to a person, basically. He didn't know if you could uh, trace... There's a DNA in it, right? Yeah, I'd imagine I so. Don't, I don't know, mate. I don't know. But, um... Yeah, but yeah good series. Okay, good series. Well, on the theme of TV, uh, I've been... Such a wicked se- segue there, mate. Such a wicked segue. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <Yeah. laughs> I try. <laughs> um, Chris, have you been watching Titans? Yeah, mate, I finished it. Yes, Chris. Okay. Yeah. I've watched nine episodes, um, so I'm almost there, but uh, so we can talk about it up to that point. Um, the last episode I saw was The Return of Hank and Dawn, where you see... I like that. I think that's a really good episode. I really like. I don't know how you Dawn feel about how you feel about. It. I think that's a really Mate, good episode. Dawn, oh, <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ, Dawn, <laughs> darling, you are beautiful. Oh my day. To be fair, Fad Castle, mate, he's pretty. He's wamp, yeah. Wamp as well. But yeah, is I that, thought. Is that, is that the guy who plays bad in? Uh, it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what? 
I've I think the Hawk and Dove episodes are my are my favorite episodes of the yeah. of the of the show. They're, how many has he seen though? Because I feel like there's three episodes. Uh, there's like there's like two and a half. <laughs> so like this episode that you that Glenn seen that's that's is it. that origin story? Yeah, episode. yeah. That's a that's a good. I episode, think that's a really man. good episode. I think they're really well written and yeah. like I the first Hawk and Dove episode. I do I like how, um, they were kind of showing that like Hawk was like fucked up like the, all this fighting has damaged him mentally and physically and then they're kind of like yeah one more one more job and then i'm done i'm oh, out yeah. sort of thing I, I, I like that angle and then obviously in the in the origin story i also liked just like showing like how him and his brother you know how they came about and yeah. to be hawk and dove and obviously how like drastically and quickly like that whole, that whole thing changed obviously yeah. the brother and uh i think his mum dying i mean yeah, i think those two episodes are probably my favorites of I the think, season i think they needed Oh, I won't say too much. But I feel like they need to enhance the whole, like, almost relationship between... Um, Dick and... Dick and yeah, Dove. Yeah. Is it all? Yeah, Dove. Dove, yeah. Then, yeah, I haven't what's... seen any background on that yet. Yeah. But, um, I don't think you do, really. You don't. You don't. Oh, OK. But I like the way that they introduce all these characters. Um, you know, I liked the Doom Patrol episode. I liked yeah. the Jason Todd episode. Yeah. Um, I feel like... This whole first series has kind of been setting up for a future series, future kind yeah, of like a big universe. Team-ups. Yeah, but I didn't mind that. Usually, I'd probably have a bit of a problem with that. I think it was just a bit contrived, and, mm. you know, well, like oh, you can't setting up something me. else. But you know, each character I find interesting. I find none of them seem to be too cliched or too corny. Um, you know, it's just what I thought it might be. Yeah. Um, but this series is dark and gritty and, mm. you know, I like really enjoy that about it. Um, the first episode did remind me a bit of The Punisher in terms of its violent nah, levels, but nah. it seems to... Hey, no, nah. Glenn, you're wrong. You're wrong. I've, I'm watching The Punisher, mate. You're wrong. Oh, my Lord. Well, the first episode, certainly, but it kind of got less... Yeah. Kind of dampened it off a bit. Um, but, you know, the, the first, first two episodes, episodes I would say, are really violent. Mm. glass, which is what happens in The Punisher, so... Yeah. Um, True. But yeah, no, re- really good series. Um, I'm looking forward to watching the last two. I will watch series two. I might even start watching the Doom Patrol spin-off. Um, Do you know what, Gunn? I'm really surprised that um, that you've had such glowing praise of it. I thought that you would be a bit more apprehensive about it. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad, but I'm glad. I'm glad that you like it. But maybe it's just because I didn't really have any expectations for it. Yeah. Because I thought... I did kind of think it'd be a bit cheesy and a bit corny and maybe a bit like Legends of Tomorrow I know I've never not watched any of that but that, you know from what I've heard from you guys I was just thinking oh it's going to be a bit lame like yeah. that but it's really surprised me um, so maybe that's contributed to me liking it so much I do think yeah, I do think that some of the writing uh, leaves a bit to be desired for, for some of the actors maybe it might just be the way that the actors are doing it um, in particular um Sometimes Beast Boy, and sometimes Rachel as well. What's that? Sorry. Yeah. I feel, I feel like some of the lines, some of the lines they give, I feel like are a bit corny, and or yeah. maybe just the way, maybe just the way that they that they act that yeah. they're acting it. I'm not sure, but that's. I, I was also a bit worried about how they were going to portray Beast Boy because I was thinking that could quite easily just be like really late. Mm. Um, I, I feel like there's, we need to know like more about graphic. Beast Boy. I feel like we don't know enough about him at the moment. Yeah, true. Okay, I'd agree with that. Um, but I think the the graphics that you know him turning into the tiger is, is well done. Yeah, um, actually. And yeah, the, the whole kind of plot point is interesting. And even when like Wonder Girl turned up, I was like, oh, this is a nice, cool 
fullback. You know, I'm not yeah. Really yeah, that was good actually. Bad, but even I was a bit like, Liking all the addition. Yeah, there's a few, even like they mentioned like Superman and stuff like that. I think there's like a few nice little like Justice League related yeah, Easter eggs. That Superman thing was in his dream, wasn't it? No, it was like in one of the earlier episodes. I think Hawking Dove, someone like Hawking Dove says it or something like that. Or oh, one, one of them says is it. it like, is he? Is that Jason Todd? That one. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it's Jason Todd. The kid's Jason Todd. Yeah. Why did I think he was someone else? I don't know, mate. That'd be sick, mate. If they get him to grow up and actually become like. Yeah. The Jason Todd. Maybe. We... But I'm thinking like because obviously. I feel like DC at the minute, they're kind of, they just don't really give a shit. Like, anyone could put out any series and, like, it doesn't have to be related to each other at all. Mm. So, like, I reckon maybe if this gets maybe a couple, maybe, like, three seasons or so, maybe they'll get their own Flash, you know? Maybe they'll get their own... Maybe, obviously, Cyborg might maybe will join a team from Doom Patrol or something like that, you know? And I feel like they could just... Yeah. Like, there's, there's so much they could do with, yeah. with this universe. Because that's, that's the one thing. So, like, it's like... Although Marvel do it well, they have good series and films. Yeah. DC smash it on the TV series front. Mm. Absolutely smash it. Like, I know Legends of Tomorrow isn't great, but people still watch it. That's yeah. why they've got I still, four, I still watch it. four seasons of it. Yeah. Like, they've got Black Lightning, which it adds a whole different element to it, a different direction. Got Flash, which is a bit more childish. Got Arrow, which is a bit more evil, I guess. Then you've mm. got this, which is a bit more darker. Yeah. Like, it's actually kind of sick how they do it. Like I was not expecting a lot from this at all. Really? I thought I thought it was gonna be absolutely shit. Like especially when he said fuck Batman, that's so out of context. Like yeah. in the in the trailer it's like he's he's actually saying it, he's saying like, like fuck you Batman but yeah. in here he's saying, No, well, I'm Robin, like, yeah. fuck off like, Batman. Fuck, fuck yeah. Batman like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But like I um I would say I had higher expectations than you two. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I was a bit more excited than you two to, to watch it and I feel like it has adequately matched my expectations but I feel like there's definitely a lot of room for it to grow to grow yeah, yeah 100% um, I really, I actually really like Star, Starfire Starfire yeah. yeah I think she's really good actually yeah. pretty hot as well yeah oh, definitely um, yeah. she was in 24 um, <laughs> what the newest one the newest one yeah, yeah. Um, sorry I was going to say Glenn I'm very eager to see what you think of the finale episode because I really like the finale episode but yeah, like I said earlier, I do think it leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, a lot. But it, it, in a way that I can't really say to you um, until you've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I will make sure to finish it by the time we reconvene, hopefully next week. Um, and yeah, I feel like that's a good place to end it. Um, we've got a lot more to talk about, but we'll do that next week. And yeah. hopefully I've seen a few more recent films. Yeah. Um, we get to talk about Dragon Ball yeah. Super film. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, well, enjoy watching that first. Oh, I will. Don't uh, you worry, mate. Don't <laughs> you worry. <laughs> I'm buzzing. All right. Well, on that, uh, on that note, peace. See you later. Peace out.